Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. 12 minutes after 5 o'clock in conversation next with Una Tipingose, who is the spokesperson for the Department of Transport in the Eastern Cape. The scholar transport failed to pick up hundreds of students from the Eastern Cape, leaving them stranded. The Provincial Department um, of Transport admitted that there were problems with the service subcontractors. Unati Pungose is the spokesperson for the department. He now joins us on the line. Unati, good evening. Uh, thank you so much for making time for us. Um, what happened here? Indeed, we do have problems, and uh, we are working tirelessly to attend to them. The main issue is that the contracts that we've been using for the past three years lapsed late last year and uh, going into this school year we had to contract new operators new routes uh, new schools and all that so that process has taken longer than we had anticipated uh, because of some problems that uh, we're encountering among them um, our operators that had been contracted some are deceased uh, some have had vehicles um, lost to accidents during the festive season and those are just some of the problems that we're encountering uh, but of course, there are some internal problems as well uh, in terms of the capturing of the number of learners and all those things. We're working very closely with our, with our colleagues at education to resolve those matters. And uh, we understand the frustration of the, of the parents. And of course, we acknowledge the plight of the learners. And uh, we want to assure them that um, if we do not get this thing right by the end of this week, we remain hopeful that uh, by early next week, we should be able to. Yeah. So, so, so why wasn't the contracts um, finalized even before they, the old ones lapsed? Why did the department wait up until these ones lapsed? The, it had lapsed a long time ago, and uh, we kept renewing it because uh, we were avoiding a situation where learners are writing the final exams and uh, they are unable to get to school. Uh, so we, did, we decided to delay it a bit until uh, this period of December, and we had people working uh, even during the, the December holidays to get this thing done. It's worth noting that um, we, a huge percentage of um, those contracts have been sorted up at about 60%, but of course this 40% also needs to be to be attended to as a matter of agents. And each day that passes allows us time to make those inroads, and we believe that tomorrow will certainly be better than uh, things are today and the day after. Yeah, but, but that still doesn't deal with the question about why the contracts were allowed to lapse, and even though you had them on a month-to-month basis, um, surely this issue could have been dealt with uh, way before even the end of the 2023 academic year. It wasn't allowed to, to lapse completely because we went on tender and advertised during the, the, the school year in 2023. Uh, but like I'm saying, the process of contracting now has taken longer because of some of the glitches that I've highlighted. Uh, operators contracted being deceased, vehicles being lost to accidents, among other things. And of course, we've got to take some responsibility as well internally uh, for some of the glitches in terms of capturing the numbers because the projections that we have made in some schools didn't quite match the reality uh, because some learners may have migrated to other provinces and in those schools where numbers were lower uh, we see more numbers um, emerging sometimes due to the rationalization of schools uh, so the month of, of, of January often gives us problems when it comes to scholar transport but those problems this year have been further exacerbated uh, by these uh, scholar transport contract problems yeah um, but aren't you using the accidents as an excuse um, 40% is, is, is quite a huge number. It's a little a huge number. It's not an excuse. It's one of the factors 
maybe it is quite minimal. Maybe it accounts for less than 10%. But those are just some of the issues that we are faced with in some schools. Uh, of course, the, the issue of uh, learners moving around is also contributing to that because you have projected that uh, more learners will be required here only for them to emerge elsewhere. And therefore, you've got to shift your resources a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's not a money issue? Certainly it's not a money issue. Certainly it's not a money issue. We are only left with two months before the end of the financial year, before um, we, we start the new financial year, because when it comes to the issues of scholar transport, we work on financial basis, or on financial year basis, rather. Uh, it is for that reason that at the beginning of uh, this month, we had invited scholar transport operators to submit invoices, because when we returned in January, the full complement of our staff returned, we realized that uh, there was a low return in terms of the invoices that were submitted by scholar transport operators. Because in order for us to process payments, operators have got to take the initiative of submitting invoices. So we've invited them to submit those invoices, and we are seeing them tracking in, and we've got a team of uh, people that are attending to them as they come. Yeah. Um, the Democratic Alliance, I don't know if you saw the statement that they've issued um, saying that uh, the MEC Ngata did confirm that uh, the 695 million rand for scholar transport budget um, that is available. However, though, 230 million of that money is actually going to pay off all debt, leaving 465 million. Is that 465 million enough? It's not enough. So it's not enough. It is not enough. So there is, is a budget is, problem. There certainly is a budget problem, but uh, the provincial government and treasury are working very closely with us, and the department is making some reprioritization as well to ensure that this scholar transport prog- program continues. Among those is to cut down on traveling, on traveling of staff. And when you cut down on traveling, you cut down on fuel, accommodation, and many other costs. And some of that money gets channels towards. Uh, scholar transport, because we understand the importance of scholar transport and its contribution to the ever-increasing metric results and other great results in, in the province. So there's no way that uh, we, we will do away with it, uh, but we're improvising with the little that we have to ensure that we keep it going. Thank you so much for your time. That is Unati Pingose, who is the spokesperson for the Department of Transport in the Eastern Cape.